we're taking things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. Gates' business strategies came under fire in 1998 when the United States Department of Justice sued Microsoft for antitrust violations. This is take three of the videotaped deposition of Bill Gates on September... During the 18-month trial, Gates gave hours of videotaped testimony. What were the non-Microsoft browsers that you were concerned about in January of 1996? That month. Yes, sir. And what about it? What non-Microsoft browsers were you concerned about in January of 1996? I don't know what you mean concerned. Um, what is it about the word concerned that you don't understand? I'm not sure what you mean by it. Justice Department has charged Microsoft with engaging in anti-competitive and exclusionary practices designed to maintain its monopoly in personal computer operating systems. In a move to overshadow the negative press, Gates invested $100 million to set up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Overnight, Bill Gates transformed his public image from ruthless tech monopolizer to the world's most generous philanthropist. I'm pleased to announce that we're pledging an additional billion dollars. Uh, to... We had the chance to witness Bill Gates 2.0, the man you don't know. The rebranding campaign paid off. His net worth swiftly doubled, earning Bill Gates the title of richest man in the world. You've invested $10 billion in vaccinations over the last two decades, and you figured out the return on investment for that. And it kind of stunned me. Can you walk us through the math? In a Wall Street essay, Bill Gates declared vaccines the best investment I've ever made. There's been over a 20 to 1 return. So if you just look at the economic benefits, uh, that's a pretty strong number compared to anything else. The Gates Foundation expanded rapidly into a massive, vertically integrated, multinational corporation, controlling every step in a supply chain that reaches from its Seattle-based boardrooms to the villages of Africa and Asia. Is the world's largest private philanthropy causing harm? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has made millions of dollars each year from companies blamed for many of the same social and health problems the foundation seeks to address. The Gates Foundation has investments in 69 of the worst polluting companies in the U.S. and Canada. Other companies in the foundation's portfolio have been accused of transgressions, including forcing thousands of people to lose their homes, supporting child labor, defrauding and neglecting patients in need of medical care. The Gates Foundation has not provided details. William H. Gates III and Melinda French Gates. As a top donor to both the WHO and the CDC, no one man has more power than Bill Gates to influence and control the health and medical freedom of all people. Normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. This will be the new normal until a vaccine is developed. Until we find a vaccine, going back to normal means putting lives at risk. We need to produce it and to deploy it in every single corner of the world. Full vaccination 
of our children and pregnant women. Development of new vaccines, therapeutics and diagnostics. We've already bought the syringes. We already know where it's going to happen. We're thinking about what that's going to be. It's all part of this plan. Our military is now being mobilized, so at the end of the year, we're going to be able to give it to a lot of people very, very rapidly. In 1986, President Ronald Reagan signed the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, granting total immunity to vaccine manufacturers. After a decade of lawsuits related to vaccine injuries and deaths, vaccine makers were going bankrupt. In a move to coerce policymakers, vaccine companies threatened to stop making vaccines until they could be legally shielded from liability. To this day, when someone is injured or killed as the result of an adverse reaction, it is the U.S. taxpayers that pay for the damages. Welcome back. Were several Indian tribal girls used as guinea pigs? The report alleges that two American pharma giants' untested vaccine was administered to thousands of tribal girls without proper study and paperwork. India was among the hardest hit after Bollywood celebrities were incentivized by the Gates Foundation to urge the public to submit to mass vaccinations. In 2009, tribal children were administered the HPV vaccine. Over 24,000 girls were told they were being given wellness shots, in many cases without the informed consent of a parent or a guardian. The people that were administering these vaccines lied to the guardians of these girls and told the girls, oh, this is going to cure cancer. You're never going to have cancer. And these girls became severely injured. Some of them developed seizures. Some of them developed cancer. And seven girls died. And there was no insurance. There was no assistance for them. And the Gates Foundation denied that it had been clinical trials. And it was so bad that the parliament in India created a task force, they studied it, and they kicked out the Gates Foundation. But India is a barbaric country. Things happen here in a very barbaric way. But I was surprised to find an American organization operating in broad daylight, doing things in a very, very, let's say, Indian fashion. And so the route I took was that I want the whole procedure to be investigated. The Indian Parliament formed a committee and it was to me a rather surprising move because you generally don't often have such a high level inquiry into matters affecting poor people. And that was such an extraordinary report. I don't think Indian Parliament has ever come out with such a scaling report. And the government officials came up and said, we shouldn't have authorized this. We're sorry. We're not going to allow them again. And now they're back doing their same old tricks again. The good news is that human clinical trials can start as early as July 2020 for India's first COVID-19 indigenous vaccine that's been developed by Bharat Biotech. So you can imagine how the manipulation of the media by the media, the manipulation of public opinion, by leaders from all political parties unanimously saying, we want a vaccine. And the worst thing is they are taken as philanthropists. Whereas what this actually is, is the acquisition of political and financial power 
and I think the second most populous country with 1.3 billion people is going to be a good base for pharmaceutical companies to make a killing and also kill a lot of people in the process. Yes, I just find it a pity that we haven't been able to get any benefit for the girls who suffered, you know. It's so terrifying as to what they're actually doing with the world. We're taking things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in the little kid's arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. A 2018 scientific study released in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health concluded that over 490,000 children in India developed paralysis as a result of the gate-supported oral polio vaccine that was administered between the years of 2000 and 2017. Using all the usual sleight of hand, U.S.-based media and fact-checkers rushed to bury the story. But thanks to the meticulous work of a team of Indian researchers and doctors, the inconvenient truth lives on the NIH.gov website. It's my honor to introduce Bill and Melinda Gates. Without any medical training, Bill and Melinda Gates founded the Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunization, through which they fulfill their agenda to vaccinate the world. The foundation has been sued by the governments of some of the poorest and most vulnerable nations for causing serious harm through experimental vaccine programs. If you just look at healthcare workers around the world, they deserve to get the vaccine first. You know, here in the United States, really, it's going to be black people who really should get it first and many indigenous people. Vaccines were always taught to us that it was safe, it was, it was healthy, this is things that we had to do. But given the position that I am in now as a state legislator, and looking at these studies and reviewing a lot of these studies, it's very scary. And I want the African-American community to open up their eyes. Of all the places that Mr. Gates could have gone in the world, why did he settle on Africa? It's not because he cares about people that look like me. He cares about an agenda. African bodies have been used as lab rats for many years for Big Pharma. They are using us for trials, they are using us for testing, but as an African, I say no more. Africans, they're tired of becoming the guinea pigs of the world. Their antennas are raised and they're telling each other all over social media, they're on high alert right now. There is a policy of the American government, it's called the Kissinger Report, which was produced in the mid-70s, and it explicitly states that uh, the purpose of the foreign policy in Africa was to uh, reduce the, the population, because they have great mineral resources there. At the time, Kissinger and those involved with the Carter administration wanted to shrink the population, make sure that the Africans do not develop and do not use the resources for themselves, because we in the States, we need them. There is a, a concerted effort of foreign powers to uh, control the population of Africa. Some children did survive the botched vaccinations last month and will recover, but 15, all under the age of 5, died from fever, vomiting and diarrhea. Human errors contributed to the unfortunate deaths of the children. How can you believe Big Pharma but not believe these parents when they tell you that their children have been injured by Big Pharma? I don't care how big this corporate machine looks. As a parent, I can tell you, 
These people will never stop fighting for their kids. is either the most misunderstood man alive or one of the most convincing con men to ever live. Is he a benevolent hero or a malevolent opportunist? Bill Gates. Personally, I would love to believe that one of the richest men in the world is giving away his fortune for the betterment of humanity. I want to believe that endearing smile. I want to believe that his heart is as soft and warm as his sweaters. At the very least, I want to believe that he's unaware of the damage he's done. When do you think life will fully return to what we thought of as normal back in January? No masks, no social distancing, uh, no other protective measures necessary. Certainly by the summer will be way closer to normal than we are now. But even through early 2022, unless we help other countries get rid of this disease and we get high vaccination rates in our country, the risk of reintroduction will be there. And of course, the global economy will be uh, slowed down, which hurts America economically in a pretty dramatic way. So we'll have starting in the summer, about nine months where a few things like big public gatherings uh, will still be restricted. But you know, we can see now that somewhere between 12 to 18 months, and we have a chance if we manage it well uh, to get back to normal. For the world at large, normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. And well, this won't be the last pandemic that we face. So we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time.